Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Lockdown Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. It's so great to have you here with us on this Monday. My name is J.J. Jackson, and coming up on today's episode of Locked On Blue Devils, Duke has announced their starting quarterback for the upcoming football season. We'll give you a look at the Duke men's basketball recruiting corner and the red-hot Duke women's soccer team off to a great start to start the year. All of those things coming up on today's edition of the program. Again, my name is J.J. Jackson, and I'm the host of this podcast. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils, and you can follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Be sure to subscribe and follow Lockdown Blue Devils for free wherever you get your podcast. You'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each and every day. Be sure to also subscribe to our Lockdown Blue Devils YouTube page to watch the show daily. Thank you for making Lockdown Blue Devils your first watch and first listen every single day. All right, so let's get into it. Today we found out that uh, or Sunday, I should say, we found out that Riley Leonard would be the Duke starting quarterback. When we talked last week with my good buddy Josh Cox from Duke Football Talks Section 17 podcast, who is set to join us once again later in the week, it really felt like looking at the tea leaves, looking at the scrimmages that had taken place so far in fall camp, that ultimately we would end up here, that ultimately Riley Leonard would be the starting quarterback for Duke football. And honestly, if we went back to the end of last season and if we went back to the decision by last year's quarterback, Gunnar Holmberg, to enter the transfer portal, I would have said Riley Leonard was going to be the starting quarterback. He's the better passer between him and Jordan Moore. That's the player he beat out in this competition. Henry Bielen the fourth got some love. The true freshman will be a playmaker for the Blue Devils in years to come. But ultimately, Riley Leonard's skill as a passer I felt gave him an advantage in this quarterback race. Then fall camp comes around, and we start to hear more about Jordan Moore being out at wide receiver, being at the running back spot. And as discussed with Josh Cox last week, that's great. You want your guys out there on the field that can make plays for you. You really want your best 11 on the field. And new Duke offensive coordinator Kevin Johns is truly buying into that if he's moving Jordan Moore out to play wide receiver some, giving him snaps out of the backfield at running back as well. I mean, that goes to show you he's wanting his best 11 on the field. But what that also shows you is that quarterback is a position where you need all the reps you can get. And if this Duke football coaching staff is comfortable enough to take Jordan Moore out of those quarterback reps to give more of them to Riley Leonard, that's all you need to know about how Riley Leonard fares taking over in this spot. A sophomore quarterback, Going into his second season with the program out of Fairhope, Alabama, Riley Leonard standing at six foot four, 205 pounds, played in seven games last year, 381 yards passing on 37 of 62 attempts. That's a 59.7% completion rate, which is good. That's good. You want to be 60, 65% in the college game. Those are good numbers to look at. Riley Leonard had one touchdown pass through the air, also through one interception last season. Ran the ball pretty well as well. Not the let run, the runner uh, that Jordan Moore is, but 173 rushing yards a season ago for Riley Leonard, including two rushing touchdowns. Does have one career start under his belt last year, 
in an absence by Gunnar Holmberg. We saw Riley Leonard get the start at quarterback for the Duke Blue Devils. His best game of the season by far came against Louisville a year ago where Riley Leonard went 13 of 13 for 99 yards, 70 yards on the ground rushing, and had a rushing touchdown in the ball game as well. Duke head football coach Mike Elko again announced yesterday morning that sophomore quarterback Riley Leonard would be the starting quarterback to open the 2022 season in a release. Coach Elko said the following, quote, after a very intense quarterback battle this fall, we have decided to go with Riley Leonard as our starting quarterback. We are excited to see him lead our team this fall, and we also know that Jordan Moore will be an impact player for our offense in many roles as well, end quote. Pretty much everything that we've been telling you over the last few weeks here on Locked On Blue Devils, Riley Leonard, I think, gives Duke football the best opportunity to win, and at the end of the day, that's what you're trying to do in this sport. You're trying to find ways to win games, and that's exactly what Riley Leonard is going to be able to do for this Duke football team, and we get to see it on Friday night against Temple. This is a game that Duke is favored. Friday night inside Wallace Wade Stadium on the ACC Network. Our Section 17 podcast guys will be there down in Section 17 getting rowdy, and again, Josh Cox is going to join us later in the week to talk a little bit more about this game coming up. We did some position previews last week on the offensive side of the ball. We'll talk a little defense coming up later in this week as well. But that's the big news for Duke football going into the day is that Riley Leonard is quarterback one. He's ready to take the reins of this Duke football program. I'm really excited to see him play this season. Got a couple of good wideouts that will be dynamic this year with Jalen Calhoun. Of course, Eli Panko, I think, is going to make strides in that room as well. Nikki Dalmolin at the tight end spot is going to be a playmaker for Duke. And then we'll see if Jordan Waters can carry the load for that running back spot. You clearly don't have number 21, Mateo Durant, to turn and hand the ball off to like you did a season ago. So Duke is going to need to have some great quarterback play. And I think they could get it out of Riley Leonard. We saw this past weekend our arch rival, the North Carolina Tar Heels, went with a redshirt freshman quarterback in Drake May the brother of Luke May, who we know helped win a national championship on the basketball floor for North Carolina. Drake May just went out and threw for five touchdown passes in his first career start in his first college game, college action. So hopefully Duke can get good quarterback play coming up out of Riley Leonard. In just a moment, we'll change and we'll transition over to basketball. Let's talk about our Duke men's basketball recruiting corner coming up in just a moment here on Locked On Blue Devils. Are you one of those people who thinks it's okay to drive stoned? What's the worst that can happen? You end up driving below the speed limit? It's no big deal, right? Wrong. The truth is your reaction times slow way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you as well. Talk about a buzzkill. Stop kidding yourself. It's not okay to drive high. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Moving forward on today's edition of Lockdown Blue Devils, my name is JJ Jackson. Again, follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Let's go over some headlines in the Duke basketball recruiting world. Again, we talked about it last week with my buddy Jason Jordan, the director of college basketball recruiting for Sports Illustrated, who will be back on the program tomorrow. But Duke is in the top five for 2023 five-star player TJ Power. Hopefully Duke is able to pull off this commitment. They obviously have another spot open after Tyrese Proctor 
reclassified into the 2022 class. So Duke is about to have seven freshmen on the roster for this upcoming year. They're in the top five for TJ Power, and we hope that that one lands and ends in the Blue Devil favor. 2024 five-star Trenton Flowers sets a Duke visit. He has made it very known that Duke is his dream school. Trenton Flowers has yet to receive a Duke offer, but again, a five-star player. You'd like to think that that's going to come in due time. Anytime you get that visit set up, it could be good things for Duke, and it could be a chance to get a scholarship offer. I'm looking forward to chatting with Jason Jordan on tomorrow's episode of Lockdown Blue Devils about Flowers and about his commitment. 2024 New Jersey five-star product Dylan Harper got a Duke offer recently. He's the number 27 player in 2024 and the number one player in New Jersey. He could be looking to team up with Nas Cunningham, who is the number one player in the class of 2024. Both of those players have offers from Duke. So Trenton Flowers is a five-star. He has set a visit. Also, Dylan Harper has got an offer, five-star. Nas Cunningham, the number one player in the class of 2024, has a Duke offer. All these guys with Duke buzz. We'll see if it can end in a commitment for John Shire. Again, he's got the number one class in 2022, players that are set to be freshmen this upcoming season. Right now, the number one class in 2023, even with Tyrese Proctor reclassifying, Duke still has four commits in the class of 2023, and Caleb Foster, Jared McCain, Mackenzie Mbaco, and Sean Stewart. We'll see if they can add more and TJ Power to that class. Still no commits yet in the class of 2024, but there are a couple of names to be on the lookout there, and Trenton Flowers, Dylan Harper, and then also you've got Nas Cunningham as well. Also want to give you an update on the class of 2025, and we will go more in-depth and in-detail with our buddy Jason Jordan when he joins us on the program coming up on tomorrow's episode of Lockdown Blue Devils. But Duke is heavily pursuing the Boozer Twins. We've before on the podcast, but Carlos, 2001 NCAA champion with our Duke Blue Devils, who went on to play a very long NBA career with the likes of the Utah Jazz and Chicago Bulls, LA Lakers. Boozer had a really solid career. Now he's doing TV work with the ACC Network breaking down the game of basketball. In the class of 2025, the sophomore class, his twin sons, Cameron and Caden Boozer, are some of the top players in the entire country. Caden Boozer is a six foot three point guard, and then Cameron Boozer, his twin brother, six foot ten. Cameron Boozer is the number one player in the class, according to Paul Biancardi of ESPN. ESPN has only given out their top 25 rankings for sophomores in high school. 24-7 sports hasn't even released their top player ratings for that class. But ESPN has for sophomores, and Cameron Boozer gets the honor as the number one player in the class. Kind of odd to think about twins, and one stands six foot ten, and one just a little bit below at six foot three. But uh, you know, six foot three, still a big dude in the grand scheme of things out there in the world. So Cameron and Caden Boozer, again, the twin sons of Carlos Boozer. Really excited to hear what Jason Jordan has to say coming up on tomorrow's show. And then the number two player in the class of 2023, or excuse me, in 2025, according to Paul Biancardi of ESPN, is Cooper Flagg, who was really excited that he got a Duke offer. All three of these players in 2025, by the way, already have scholarship offers to play basketball at Duke. And Cooper Flagg is really fired up that he got that offer from Duke. It really seems like this could go in Duke's favor, potentially. 
flag, six foot eight out of Newport, Maine. Just an all-around bucket getter, really smart and smooth shooter. Played recently for Team USA, and scouts were raving about him. You heard about NBA scouts turning their attention to the younger group and really being amazed at what Cooper Flagg was doing out there on the basketball floor. So hopefully that means good things for the Stukeman's basketball program. Uh, finally, in the class of 2023, I mentioned the four commits they've already got. But how about Jared McCain? I saw this story recently. He's getting a lot of love, as we've talked about, for his NIL opportunities, for his social media presence. Jared McCain has 1.6 million followers on TikTok. Yeah, TikTok, the viral 10-second video app. You can go up to minute-long videos. Uh, you know, TikTok, that's really boomed over the last few years. He's got 1.6 million followers on TikTok. He's already got NIL opportunities with K-Jewelers, Crocs, and now he's got one with Lemon Perfect, which is a new low-calorie lemon-based drink uh, that seems really awesome. On3 Sports is doing NIL evaluations for a lot of the top prospects in basketball and also current players in college. And right now, Jared McCain's NIL evaluation, based on, again, the number of followers he has, the school that he's committed to, his social media presence, the deals he's already got in place, he's valued at $900,000 as a rising senior in high school. Pretty crazy, but tip of the cap to Jared McCain for the opportunities that he's gotten there. So uh, there's a look at our recruiting corner update for Duke men's basketball. Again, 2024 five-star Trenton Flowers had set his Duke visit. He's really hoping to walk away with an offer from Duke. Spoiler alert, I really do think he's going to eventually get that offer from the Duke coaching staff. Duke is in the top five for 2023 five-star forward TJ Power. 2024 New Jersey five-star product Dylan Harper gets his Duke offer. Nas Cunningham, the number one player in the country in 2024, already has that Duke offer. Those two guys could be looking to team up with one another at the next level. And then the 2025 guys that we'll take a deeper dive on tomorrow when our good buddy Jason Jordan joins us on the program. Coming up in just a moment, the Duke women's soccer team is off to a hot start. We'll tell you about it next here on Lockdown Blue Devils. Make sure you get more on the ACC by making Locked On ACC your second listen every day. Host Candace Cooper and the local experts like myself of Locked On take you across the conference in 30 minutes. Make sure that you make Locked On ACC your second listen every day. Locked On ACC. Welcome back in here to the program. Final segment on today's episode of Locked On Blue Devils. My name is JJ Jackson serving as the host of this podcast the Duke women's soccer team is off to a 4-0 start to the year. They've been playing really good soccer in their first four matches of the season. A 1-0 win at East Carolina. A 3-1 win at home, Carolina Greensboro. A 3-2 win at number 22, Tennessee. And a 4-0 win on Sunday yesterday against Charlotte. No longer uh, do they like to be referred to as the University of North Carolina at Charlotte. Just Charlotte, the 49ers, and Duke defeated them by a score of 4 to nothing. Duke is outscoring their opponents this season 11-3. to They've done a really solid job as Duke women's soccer head coach Robbie Church is entering his 22nd year leading the program, 22nd season at Duke. We think often about Mike Krzyzewski and the fact that he was the Duke men's basketball coach for 42 years 
And then you hear Robbie Church, who's been at Duke for 22 seasons. It's not as impressive. That's really impressive. I think it is so cool, the stability that Duke has amongst their coaches across all the sports, people wanting to be in their posts and being given the opportunity by the administration, by the likes of new athletic director Nina King, to be there for a long time. I think also of David Cutcliffe being there at Duke for 14 seasons leaving the football program. What about John Donowski and how long he's been leaving the Duke men's lacrosse team? So Robbie Church entering his 22nd season at Duke, and this Duke team was picked by ACC head coaches to win the conference this season. They were the pick to win the league here in 2022. Duke is led by Michelle Cooper and Ruthie Jones. Michelle Cooper was the ACC Freshman of the Year a season ago, a top player in the entire country as she scored 12 goals on the year. She's already got two goals and two assists this season. Also, Cat Raider, Maggie Graham, and Sophie Jones have two goals so far this year for Duke. It was Michelle Cooper, though, and Ruthie Jones, the goalkeeper, that were voted as preseason All-ACC players and also selected as preseason All-Americans by College Soccer News. Ruthie Jones has started all four games in net so far this season for Duke. She's made just two saves. Duke's been so dominant that she hasn't had to make too many saves. She's got two saves on the year. Of course, Ruthie Jones is the sister of Daniel Jones, the former Duke quarterback and now current New York Giants quarterback, and also the sister of Bates Jones, who played basketball at Davidson before using his graduate transfer a season ago to play one year of basketball for the Duke Blue Devils. So Ruthie Jones is in her third season starting for the Duke women's soccer program and doing a great job for the Blue Devils there in net. Here's a look at Duke's upcoming schedule. This Thursday, they play UCLA at home. That's going to be a really big matchup there in Durham. On Sunday, they head to Fort Worth, Texas, where Duke will play at TCU. And then Duke currently the number five team in the country one week from Thursday. So Thursday, September 8th, Duke is playing a home game against North Carolina. That's right. We are really close, 10 days or so away from the first ACC soccer matchup of the season, Duke versus UNC in Durham, coming up on September 8th. Best of luck to this Duke women's soccer team as they continue to move forward throughout their schedule. We'll be cheering and supporting them the whole way through. And uh, looking forward to tomorrow's episode of Lockdown Blue Devils, as again, my buddy Jason Jordan, the director of college basketball recruiting for Sports Illustrated, will stop by to be on our show we're going to talk about Trenton Flowers. We're going to talk about the Boozer Twins and Cooper Flag in 2025. It's going to be a fun episode, and I hope that you'll join us on the program. You can connect with me on Twitter by giving me a follow at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore, and be sure to follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode of Lockdown Blue Devils as soon as it's available each day. Again, make sure you go check out Locked on ACC. That's going to do it for today's show. As always, go Duke. I'll talk to you tomorrow. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.